Welcome back to our FaithBridge Women's Podcast. This is episode three of our six podcast series, Stronger Together. And we are so glad that you're tuning in today, wherever you are. The last couple of episodes, we took a deeper look into community and specifically finding community within a local church. And we'll continue to do a deep dive today, but today we're going to be talking about serving. And I have two lovely guests with me today, Shanae Templeton and Jennifer Burton. I actually have a personal relationship with both these ladies in different ways. Shanae's my roommate, and Jennifer and I get to lead Curious together. So ladies, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Thank you, Ashley. My name is Jen Burton, <laughs> and uh, I am... Uh, I've been going to Faith Ridge for about 15 years, and I have two sons and a husband. I guess that was important. <laughs> um, two sons, Bryce and Zane, and Bryce is graduating from high school this year, so, so he exciting. occupies a lot of my time. And I have a 13-year-old son, Zane, and my husband, Forrest, and pretty much our kids keep us busy, but I do love um, the opportunities I get to to do some extra things like come up to church and work with the girls and curious. Yes. It's awesome. Awesome. I am Shanae Templeton. I serve at FaithBridge as the serve teams coordinator. Um, I've been attending FaithBridge for maybe 10 years now and um, I'm coming up on three years being on staff. So yeah. Time goes by fast. It does. Awesome. Well, thank you ladies for being here with us today. I'm so excited about our conversation about serving And a huge part of our faith lived out is serving, sacrificing ourselves to love and help our neighbor. Life is busy, and I think the first thing to go a lot of times is giving our time to others. James 2, 14 through 17 says, What good is it, my brothers, if someone does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace and be warmed and filled, without giving the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Not that works has anything to do with our saving, but if we have been saved, works are a natural overflow of our faith. And we have a great example from Jesus' life lived on the earth, a life of service and the ultimate sacrifice. Mark 10, 45 says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. So both Jennifer and Shanae, I've seen you guys serve in several different capacities. And so I'm excited to hear from your personal experience how serving has spurred on your faith to know God better. So what are some of the ways that you ladies have been involved in serving? Like where did you serve and what did you do? Well, I first got involved in serving uh, when I first joined um, the young adults, which was led by Mike DeStefano, shout out yeah. to OG Mike D. <laughs> um, and they were called missional communities. And so I served for a long time at the nursing home and then served with uh, Peggy Burden at Mission of Yahweh and then just got involved in various areas here at FaithBridge, holidays, serving at Renew, just anywhere, really. That's awesome. What is Mission of Yahweh? Can you tell us and our listeners Mission of Yahweh is a women and children's homeless shelter in, I always get it wrong where it's at, but it is in Houston. And um, they uh, take in women and their families. Um, And so um, they equip them with trying to find a job or schooling. They have childcare. It's it's a beautiful ministry started by a woman who uh, just had a heart for people in her community. That's awesome. I love all those ways. What about for you, Jennifer? Well, I think service for me um, really planted a seed in my heart probably when I was 12 or 13, actually. 
um, was uh, going to Trinity United Methodist Church, um, which I grew up in, and we got an opportunity uh, to go uh, serve at Mountaintop, um, which was out in eastern uh, Tennessee in the mountains, um, serve families and build homes or, or parts of homes for them, but also get to share the gospel with them. And I think it really planted a seed in my heart for later in life when I had kids and I really wanted to expose them also to um, the heart of service. Um, We got involved in scouting and there were lots of opportunities there. And then here at church, um, getting to work with uh, the student ministry and the kids um, ministry has been a part of our life the whole time we've been here. And then most recently with the road and bridging for tomorrow and um, bridging for tomorrow has taken a special place in my heart yeah. um, in recent uh, few last few months during COVID and just getting the opportunity to, to be um, with the community on food serve days. I mean, it just it's been um, a blessing to my heart. Yeah, that's so awesome. And can you tell us a little bit more about bridging for tomorrow? Like, what do they do? Um, So Bridging for Tomorrow um, is a community organization in the southern part of the Klein Independent School District area, and it serves primarily families that live in uh, that part of our community that are underserved. And um, the main mission is to uh, go alongside those families and help them with support for tutoring, for um, for job placement and outreach, but uh, certainly during uh, the pandemic, uh, there's been a partnership with the Houston Food Bank and just making sure that these families are nourished during this time. So uh, great combination work uh, that they've done and just blessed to be a part of it. Yeah, I love that one. I love how in both the things that you guys have shared that you've been a part of, we're not only just providing spiritual nourishment for people, but there's physical needs that are being met. And in those physical needs, we're also able to address spiritually and share the gospel, like you said, Jennifer, with that, um, what was it, mountaintop? Mountaintop. Yeah, Yeah. being able to help build homes, but also share the gospel in that. And and same for you, Shanae, I'm sure at the nursing home and in other places uh, like Mission of Yahweh, being able to supply those physical needs and what they need as far as like childcare and things like that, but also sharing the gospel in those ways is such a neat thing that I think serving gives us that opportunity. It's a both and it's not just one or the other. Mm -hmm. So in those arenas of service, how have you seen God work in you and in those that you were able to serve? I think, how have I seen God? um, Okay. So how have I seen God move through me? I think um, for me, serving there was not about me, but it was, about ministering to people who needed hope and love. And I know at the end of my grandmother's life, she knew Jesus. And so I was able to just turn um, or just move through the hard thing um, by focusing more so on the joy of Jesus and allowing that overcome the sorrow. And so I think being able to, to serve in that way healed um, probably just the... Um, hesitancy or like the fear of um facing things that were just really hard in the past um so I think serving brings healing yeah all that to say (laughs) yeah thank you for sharing that and I think that's such a a cool picture of how a lot of times when we're going to serve and I know there's probably been multiple times for all of us where it's like we're 
signed up to do something, you're like, oh, I don't want to go do that. Or, you know, to serve something that's harder or dirtier or whatever. But knowing that when we take those steps of obedience, we choose selflessness for the sake of the good of others. Like there's unexpected blessing in that. And I think like you're saying, like you had the unexpected path of healing through service with those who are older and and needed the same kind of care that your grandmother had. And so what a sweet picture of how Jesus gives us unexpected blessing when we choose to walk in selflessness towards other people right. for him. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, Shanae. That's, that's great. And, you know, I was thinking through my own answer and I think it always is. It's a connection to something that we've seen or done or experienced in our own life. And um, I didn't grow up with a lot. Um, my, my parents struggled. They had me pretty young. And um, I don't, I think I had the good thing of not really knowing what I was missing completely at the time. But as I um, matured and, you know, followed my own dreams and got a college degree and got blessed enough to, to be in a position to give back, I really realized how much people had given to me and, and helped me along the way. And that really, you know, is is part of the emotional gratification that comes with mm. with serving mm. people who have been in the same place that you've been, yeah. and and so uh, I I feel that same way at BFT when I look in those eyes and you know you you make a connection with somebody who just really is is in a desperate place and you know where they've been and it's just it's such a a great way to to connect and feel God using your own experience to help someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that picture of it's taking, knowing when you were taken care of by other people that, you know, you can pay that forward. And I think that is the ultimate um, motivation in serving is that we were taken care of in our most helpless state because mm-hmm. Jesus died for us. And then we mm-hmm. get to pay forward the little that we sacrifice, you know, that our lives yeah. sacrifice for that. For sure. Awesome. Um, so what would you say to somebody who is hesitant or maybe feels like they don't have the time to get involved with serving? Um, so I think I have come across that a decent amount, um, especially uh, pre-COVID. Um, yeah. The rhythm of life as we live it today and especially, you know, most of my peer group has, you know, two or more kids that are juggling their schedules. Um, it's a bit pretty big ask yeah. um, for a lot of people. And I think um, just as we talked about a few minutes ago, the real connection is is saying or or sharing our experience and how much it energizes you at the end of the day to have just given a couple of hours of your time and to realize that that fatigue that we all feel can be taken away by more than just sleep. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. By just being able to be present with God. Because there, I know that there were many times this summer that I showed up at BFT um, thinking, I'm pretty tired today. I've done a lot. And yeah. I felt God's presence there. Yeah. And it was just like plugging in and feeling like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be today. If I'm thinking about myself and my schedule and all the things, yeah, I think it's really easy to say, I don't have time for this. Um, But, you know, we're talking about sacrificing and it, 
makes me think of um, this verse in Isaiah 58 where it's just talking about true fasting. And, you know, when we fast, we are um, sacrificing something um, so we can focus more on uh, the Lord. Um, and when I think about service, I think like sacrifice. I am sacrificing my time, probably patience, um, to focus on the things that are above. Like, and, and I think what Jen mentioned is, um, so true. Like God meets you there. You know, it's like when you, you fast and you give up a meal, you're, you're, you just, it, it's like, shoot, man, I don't even need a meal because the Lord is like, he is the bread of life, you know, yeah. just um, giving you your daily bread. And, and I think that's what happens um, in service too. Like we're no longer, the moment we can stop thinking about ourselves and mm-hmm. just coming from a place of um, sacrifice, humility, um, I, I think we get more or just feel more of the abundance of Jesus in those moments. Yeah, yeah, it is really good. And I think for what you both have brought up, I think that there's a, a countercultural decision we have to make to deny ourselves in, in that sacrificing yeah. of our time, because it Absolutely. is our culture is all about like, my time is my time, time is money, like yeah. I've got to yeah. be these places. But I think there's opportunity where we can plug in and sacrifice those things that aren't as important. And um, it makes me think about, I was listening to a speaker one time who was talking about like, how do you manage all your time with your family and with your job and all of that? And she was like, you know, it's really simple. Every day I just ask God, what are your priorities for today? And so even asking God to give us the, his priorities in our lives, like how do we order those moments and mm-hmm. fit those things in? Mm-hmm. It is important. And I think you both have hit on like, there's moments where you ex- experience God's presence like no other when yeah. you sacrifice your time. And yeah. and I think that there's a it builds our faith and then it also serves God's people. So I don't know how you can say no to that. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, and if someone has an answer to this, that'd be great. But I, I look back and I don't think there's no moment where I did serve. Like, of course, leading up to it, you know, we're all just like, oh, well, Lord, I'm real tired. But <laughs> you do it. And then, but I've never looked back and thought like, Lord, I really regret giving my time yeah. to, to this or these people. Or like, there's never been a yeah. moment. And I think if I can't regret it, then it was worth it. And yeah. um, so that, that was just Totally agree that. with that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Looking back at all of it, I mean, there's so many. <laughs> I even feel this. Uh, Shanae and I have joked uh, coming in on Wednesday night. Sometimes it's hard to get up the gumption to say, after work, I'm going to go and serve these seventh grade girls. And I love these girls. Yes. But it's getting there and saying, oh, my goodness, this is why I'm here. Like, uh, they they are learning and they're growing and they're yeah. hungry. Yeah. But it's like in the hour leading up to it, it's like, oh, no, am I going to make it I there? Know. <laughs> I know. And then, like, it ends and you're like, what? time it's just gone Uh, you know yeah I am the same way I mean I know I'm not coming from here back to here (laughs) but you know coming from you know the life that I've got to yeah to you know to lead to make sure everything's taken care of at home and Mm -hmm. and sometimes you're like you run in and you're like I don't know what I'm going to say to these girls today (laughs) (laughs) and and then you get into that authentic space and it's just beautiful God just does it for you praise God praise him that's right (laughs) sometimes my lack of preparation adds space for the Holy Spirit to speak a little bit more 
anymore. I wouldn't say go with that all the time, but I've seen him do that. Even when we're just obedient to go forward and be a part of those things to see him move in any way that is. And Jennifer, it makes me, I want to ask you too, as a mom who has kids, I mean, your, uh, your oldest son, Bryce is about to graduate. So there's been a lot of things and busyness that goes into that. How have you ordered your schedule in your life around to fit in serving? Like as if there's a mom out there listening, what would you give as advice and how have you done that? So I would say my, my whole, uh, past year has been a lot more intentional because I did know that I was going into a senior year with, um, my son and I got some great advice from, um, moms who had been there before me is that if this is a place in your life where you can give yourself a little bit of space to be uh, flexible, that this is the time. And God just worked that rhythm perfectly. I finished up, um, uh, with a company that I was able to be a part of and sell that company. And I was about to roll into something else new because that's what you do when you're a professional. And God right. said, eh, nada. You're not doing that this time. I got a plan for you. Mm. And so I would just say, I'm not saying everybody is able to do that. I feel very lucky that I was, but listening to God's rhythm mm. uh, and sometimes saying no. Saying no, taking a sidetrack. There's always places he can bring you back into what it is you're doing. Yeah. But if you allow him to take that year or eight, you know, six months, whatever it is, um, he has uh, given me abundant opportunities to serve around the things that I needed to actually accomplish too. So I am just grateful uh, for that time. But I'd say for working moms and um, for people that maybe don't have that ability to to say no to a, a paying job, it's, you know, just picking up that hour or two, like with Curious, um, and and knowing and trusting God that he'll use that time, even if you're not prepared. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's happened every time, mm-hmm. I feel like. So yeah. it's been a real blessing. Yeah. I love that idea of listening to the rhythm of God's rhythm yeah. in your life and just really taking time to be intentional. And I think that's a word probably for anybody, even if uh, for Shanae and I being single, it's like to listen to God's rhythm for mm-hmm. our lives to order mm-hmm. the free time that we do have around what, what is God, what is your priority for my yeah. several hours before I go to bed each night or whatever. And it, you know, ministry doesn't stop in our job vocationally, which I think has been a struggle yeah. in ministries to figure out, you know, I work in ministry, but that doesn't mean that ministry stops at five o'clock. Right. It continues to go, but yeah. Yeah. I think definitely that was something I thought long and hard about when I first took this job here at Faith Ridge. I was like, like I cannot be engulfed in this just church bubble. Like I need to continue to pursue and move out and doing the things that, um, because it can be really easy to just, yeah. Like, okay. Well, I work at church, so that counts as ministry, right? Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing that all day, all week, yeah. Sundays. But it's totally different yeah. when you're just on pursuit. And, you know, along that same thought, you know, I've found times when I thought I was really just having friend time. Yeah. That I'm actually doing ministry time <laughs> yeah. because you just don't really realize that Sometimes you think your friends are all in the same space that you're in, yeah. but they're yeah. they're pretty 
I, you know, I've, I've gotten rocked by some of their stories at times and God just says, okay, it's your turn to, to like go alongside them. And, and this is what I want you to say. And that's like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of that for you to be able to walk into those situations and be called into them, it takes that listening. Like you had to be listening to God to start out with and in those friendships saying, okay, I'm going to be intentional when this was just supposed to be free fun time, but now God's yeah. calling you into this and to walk in obedience in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'd say in the last um, six, eight months, my sons and I have, you know, I've been, it's been great. We have our prayer time in the morning before they walk out the door. Yeah. And God really kind of put in my heart that the way to start that prayer is to invite the Holy Spirit into our space. Mm-hmm. And doing that has changed my prayer life fundamentally, because it is that tapping into that energy source that you don't even see or or know that you are um, really connecting to. And that's when I feel God taking over. Yeah. And I'm like, where, where did those words come from? Yeah. I didn't think that, but yeah. it just, it's just awesome when you feel like God's taking your vessel and using it for that purpose yeah. and knowing it's not you and you you don't get the credit for it and you don't want the credit for it. You mm-hmm. just are glad that he's taking your voice over yeah. in that moment. It's so mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's, you know, I, I think about some of the insecurities I had growing up that might have held me back in serving or giving of myself to other people. And a lot of times it was because I was like, I'm not equipped to do that. I don't have words to say that. Like, I can't do that. But yeah. I remember one of the first steps of obedience I took in college and how the Holy Spirit met me where I was in my obedience and he filled in the rest. And what a like intimate experience that is to walk in that obedience and see God play out whatever he wants through mm-hmm. you, like getting to be a vessel like that yeah. is fantastic. And I think we miss out on it. If we say, no, I'm not equipped. I can't do that. Like, right. Yep. Absolutely. Janae, you mentioned earlier, like just finding ways outside of even faith bridge to serve. What are some ways that you have uh, kept connected to what is outside of even in faith bridge with service? Um, well, as of late, so I really love uh, connecting with people, and I love um, uh, DID or um, discover, identify, and develop, um, and and just discipleship. And I just love and missed um, just pouring into people. Is you know yeah. within just younger people. So I've been serving um, most Tuesday evenings at Real Life Church. Uh, with their young adults, yeah, and I've loved getting to um, just hear other people's stories, and um, especially the girls, and especially with the series that we're going through with them, True Love Waits. Um, it's just been really uh, just life giving, um, and um, so I've been, you know, I've been doing that, and. I've just really, really loved it. Yes. Um, Super cool. How yeah. old are those kiddos? So they're anywhere from, like, we have, there's a couple 17-year-olds to, like, 23. So they're young. Yeah, just thinking back to uh, being that young and, and also just trying to figure out my faith. And I, I, I don't know. These kids, they're just, um, there's just so much trauma from this past year so much loneliness and so much um 
I think circumstantial situational depression, um, but also like very just anxious and, and um, I don't know. There's just, which it's not just them. I think the season in the whole, a lot of people are just, uh, there's a spirit of just um, oppression yeah. over people. Um, so we're praying for a revival. Lord, Holy Spirit, come. Bring please. it in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I love getting to do that. I even got to teach last week and that was yeah. a lot of fun. That was also very life-giving to get to serve in that way too. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I love so much what y'all have shared about your own experience and just how you've worked in serving. And I'd love to give our listeners just some practical ways that they can get involved. So I know for Jennifer being involved with BFT, like what are some ways that if somebody wanted to be a part of Bridging for Tomorrow that they could come and volunteer or maybe start to add that into their schedule? Yeah, definitely. Um, actually, there's an awesome volunteer page on uh, Bridging for Tomorrow's website. Um and uh, so I would say just Google uh, bridgingfortomorrow.org and um, you can sign up and come and serve for, you know, as little as an hour or two if you've got it in the morning or afternoon and help us in the food pantry. Or if you've got some skills with tutoring or job placement, uh, I know that they would love to have um, people come in and work alongside the staff there. So a uh, great thing is you don't have to have any prior experience. Mm-hmm. They will yeah. take your hands and feet um, <laughs> and muscle. If That's you right. like lifting boxes, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. good, but you can serve out on the line. Even if yeah. you, you can't lift a lot, there's paperwork to be done. So mm-hmm. uh, come out and join us. Love it. Awesome. And we can actually put a link to that in our show notes. We'll put the link for Bridging for Tomorrow. If you guys want to go and volunteer there, you can click on that. Shanae, what are some ways, um, even inside of FaithBridge, that people could get involved with serving, but all, maybe even outside of FaithBridge? Like, what are some some of those things? Because I know you're involved with local outreach, too. So what are some of the ways that we outreach locally? Um, so uh, let me think of a couple. So I, I think the, a really big need is within our foster care and adoption ministry, they need mentors for a lot of the uh, kids who are in um Homes, RTCs, yeah. um, which are like in our community. Some of them are very close uh, to Faith Ridge, yeah. um, to serving at Mission of Yahweh. Um, but I would also say serve your local church. Like if yeah. you are not connected or um, in community, serving your church um, is the first step um, in allowing that to happen. Um, so please, like, go to faithbridge.org slash, slash serve and join a serve team. Like, we would love to have you um, just invest more in the church and community. Yeah, and those are easy asks, too. I mean, to be able to greet, you just have to smile and say hello to people, right? Yes. It's exciting. Absolutely. It's a, a fun job. So I would encourage you guys. We'll put that link to faithbridge.org slash serve in our uh, show notes as well. And, you know, we're, we're happy people at Faith Bridge. So come on and serve with us. Yes. Good time. Um, and there are other ways, you know, for you guys to that are listening to serve. It may not be within your church or even some of the organizations that we listed, but there could just be people in your neighborhood. So I would just encourage you to pray through who are the people in your spheres of influence that you can start serving today. Like, 
You don't have to wait until next week or even next month or until you're trained and ready to go, but you're equipped now because mm-hmm. if you have been saved by grace, you have the Holy Spirit and God has given you what you need mm-hmm. to serve the people around you. So don't hesitate to do that and don't let time be something that holds you back either because we can fit it in in different places. There may be sacrifices that we make, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been so encouraging to hear from both of y'all, and I'm just continuously spurred on uh, to know the things that God's moving in y'all's lives and the ways that you've served and and how he has built in your faith, but also built into the lives of other people through that. Um, so if you would like to get more information about serving in any of those opportunities, click those links in our show notes and you can get involved today. You'll actually get to hear from Shanae if you want to serve at Faithbridge. So yeah. you can know her in the flesh. That's true. Come get to know me. You should do it. I'm her roommate. She's a lot of fun. Now, before we go, we love to ask each guest on our show a question at the end of our podcast. So I'm going to ask you, Jennifer and Shanae, what is something that has brought you joy in the past week? This conversation. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> this has been awesome. <laughs> Me too. Uh, honestly and truly, um, I was a little intimidated by doing this, but this is pretty cool to get to share your experience. Uh, so I would say I'm pretty joyful now. Um, I've, I have a lot of joy with my, with my kids and, you know, the things that I'm getting to do with a graduating senior as yeah. well, but just um, feeling God's presence in all of it. And as you're about to launch kids into adulthood, that's pretty cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I think, yeah, I think, honestly, I think getting to teach last week was just so much fun. And I love uh, digging into God's word and just dissecting and understanding context and being able to apply that um, in a real life way. And um, getting to talk about singleness and how God has just moved through that. So I think that has brought me a lot of joy. And also this conversation, you guys are lovely. (laughs) Well, it's been such a joy to have you guys here today and get to talk through these things with y'all. And I hope, ladies that are listening, I hope that you're encouraged to go and be spurred on in your faith through this. So we hope to see you again next week on our podcast as we go into episode four. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. We hope you found it helpful and encouraging. At FaithBridge, we're all about real people, real life, as we pursue our mission of making more and stronger disciples of Jesus Christ. Check out our other podcasts, including our weekly sermons at faithbridge.org slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.